Welcome back to another episode of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. I am your host, Matt Powers. Thank you again for joining me. Don't forget to visit the website, powersportsmemorabilia.com. Also, can be follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. Today, we are talking all things inscriptions. Why might the total number of inscriptions be limited? And why would athletes want to limit the types of inscriptions that they do? Going to talk about those two things today. So first off, let's talk about why there might be a limit on the total number of inscriptions an athlete will do at a signing. You'll often see that there will be a max one or max two or max three limit on inscriptions with certain athletes. And why would they do that? Or why would the promoter put a limit on inscriptions? Does it make any sense? Why would they do that? Don't they want to make some money and other people want to get a ton of inscriptions on there. Why won't you let them? Well, there's a couple different reasons for that. First off, oftentimes a autograph signing is a timed signing, meaning the athlete has agreed to sign autographs for the hour or two hours, and this is their price to sign autographs for that duration of time. If an athlete is spending half of their time doing inscriptions, it's going to limit the total amount of autographs that can be signed during that time. So that is what a main reason would be to limit the total number of inscriptions is if you're going to be doing a two hour signing with someone and you only get 300 autographs from the guy, that's a problem. Okay. 300 autographs and 1200 inscriptions is no bueno. You don't want that. You want to be getting probably close to a thousand autographs in a couple hours. So um, that's one main reason why promoters will limit the total number of inscriptions. Uh, second reason why you might want to limit the uh, types of inscriptions that an athlete is going to be doing is it just really helps kind of clarify things for the customer. So, for example, uh, you know, an athlete will agree to do these 10 inscriptions. Barry Sanders is a guy like that. I like that. I think it's really clear on what they'll do and say, hey, this inscription costs this much, this inscription costs this much, kind of like a menu. Where it gets kind of fuzzy is if an athlete all of a sudden changes their mind and doesn't want to do certain inscriptions. That's a pain in the butt. Okay, So if you pre-sell an inscription and then all of a sudden they change their mind the day of, a la the Patrick Ewing signing, okay? That's a problem. That sucks when you're expecting to get a certain inscription and then the athlete doesn't do it. Now, of course, the athlete has the right to refuse any inscription, I totally get that. I stand with them on that one, especially when it comes to game used inscriptions. If the athlete is not, you know, 10,000% certain that your item is game used, they're probably not going to be writing game used on there. You'll also see that too on a lot of like fanatics type signings. When their guys are coming in, they automatically already say no game use inscriptions. Now they do that for a couple reasons. Number one is they want to kind of probably corner the market on the game used items with inscriptions for their athletes. Okay, they want to be the kind of the one source for those. Uh, and second off, like they just don't have the time at the signing to be verifying whether or not this item is game used. Yes, it could be MLB authenticated. That certainly is uh, very helpful. But oftentimes, you know, for example, Cal Ripken or whatever older baseball players that they have, a lot of those aren't MLB authenticated. And they will just be coming with a letter from PSA. 
And it's just very hard to verify that, you know, in a short amount of time you're with the athlete. Oh, yes, let's do some research on this bat to make sure that it's game use and see if Cal remembers this. It just doesn't work like that. It's like they put it in front of the athlete, he signs it, he moves on to the next item. So that's why they'll limit the types of inscriptions, especially when it's around game use. And I think Fanatics will limit definitely no more than two. I know Peyton Manning was a max of one. And I think they, they limited me to five inscriptions last time for Peyton. And they usually actually limit you to about 20% of your order. So if you send them 100 autographs, they will give you 20 inscriptions. Again, again same thing. They want to just be able to get the athlete in, get them signed in the certain time frame they have because we can't keep the athletes there for 10 hours signing 1,000 autographs and you know 10,000 inscriptions. It just doesn't work like that uh, as far as the actual setting of the, uh, the signing there. So. Uh, and then the third reason I want to talk about here is kind of why we kind of limit inscriptions and, and whatnot is, yeah, I've seen this happen before, <laughs> is let's say you get uh, 10 inscriptions from a guy. And athletes have a, a hard time remembering their stats sometimes. <laughs> You're thinking to yourself, man, why, can't, why don't they know all their stats? Uh, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. And if an athlete is you know, signing your item and you've got 10 inscriptions on there and they screw up one of those inscriptions. They get confused for a second or they misspell a word. I've seen that happen on a uh, Mark Messier jersey where he misspelled guaranteed. Now, I, I can I can see that. That's a tough one to spell. I, I've misspelled it myself. And so if, if an athlete misspells something or puts the wrong stat on a 10 stat item, I mean, is that item ruined? I mean, it's it's not perfect by obviously, right? Is it ruined? I mean, that's up for debate, right? But that stinks. So what do you do at that point? The guy is on the 10th inscription and he puts down, you know, 86 ROI instead of 87 ROI. You know, he got messed up on there. He forgot what year it was. What do you do at that point? I mean, can you get a new item and have them start all over again? Or, or can you clean the inscription off depending on what type of item it was? that's kind of the debate that you run into. So if you limit it to just two inscriptions, the chance of the athlete screwing up is a lot less. And that's the last thing that you want to see happen is the athlete put the wrong inscription on, on something. And that's why you'll too, you'll also uh, try to, at least I try to, and some other dealers will do as well, like limit the amount of personalizations too, because the athlete, you know, everybody's got funny names nowadays. <laughs> you know, the, the, the days of naming your kids Matt are probably like slim and gone. Everybody's got funny names that athletes just haven't spelled before. I have a lot of customers too from, you know, Japan and, and China, and they will want their name spelled out there. And it's just, it's confusing for the athlete, even if they got a note in front of them. Um, so we try to limit the personalizations too, because they can misspell those things all the time. It's, it's just crazy, you know? So again, they just don't have a whole bunch of time in front of the item to, you know, over to analyze everything. It sounds easy. Just spell the guy's name, right. Or spell the stat, right. But they get confused sometimes. Sometimes they got headphones in and they're not listening or they're talking to someone and it just kind of like they, it slips their mind and they start to, they think they were starting with something and they start writing a different description and, oh, no, he didn't want that one. He wanted this. So it does happen, unfortunately, sometimes. And it it's really no one's fault. I mean, you can blame the athlete all you want, but um, it, it does get confusing for them. I totally understand where they're coming from as well. So that's why kind of inscriptions are limited or specifically told what you can and cannot do. So 
Hopefully that helps. Dan, don't forget to visit the website, powersportsandmobility.com. And also be followed over there on Instagram at Powers Autographs. I will see you on the next episode.